I just thought of a new ringtone. I actually just just thought of this. I have to uh, share it with you. I'll clip this out, and you can actually use this on your phone. I know that would be uh, exciting. So here you go. New ringtone. Mmm. 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 The phone's ringing. Mmm. Answer the phone. <laughs> Chub Creek 166. Way back when, when we didn't have to think, come on in, don't be a dick. The boys on the farm didn't mean any harm. On the banks of Chub Creek. Chub Creek. Hello and welcome. Can you hear the bacon crackling? I, I just had a hankering for bacon. I'm actually not on the trails. Isn't that amazing? I'm here in the studio, which is really just my apartment. Uh, but I do have so many toys and guitars and things and, you know, kind of a cool full wall chalkboard. It's kind of studio in here, which is studio-y, which is neat. I'm making bacon because, um, not that I want to be fatter, but because uh, I wanted to test, you know, and I, I want, okay, I want to be fatter, but I, I just wanted to test this uh, way of cooking bacon that you pre-boil it, and this is like a chef tip, that it somehow the fat is rendered out of it a little bit, and you end up with perfect bacon. So I'm just going to go over and check. It's like, I know that I'm starting this at a really inconvenient time, but hang on. <laughs> I'm not, I didn't plan this. Hang on. Sorry about that. Actually, there's no difference. It's the same as always. So that's just silly. Anyway, I thought I'd test that for you. I went out uh, yesterday on the trails, and I went to... Where did I go this time? A place called Heart Lake, uh, which is in Brampton. Brampton actually has a, a surprisingly large uh, part of uh, its uh, land preserved for conservation areas, and they're really big, big areas. So there was over 10 kilometers of trails there, which was cool. Um, but I only, I didn't, I didn't understand it cause I basically went around the lake, uh, kind of got lost. <laughs> like, um, but before I get into that, I just wanted to tell you the, the, uh, the, the one cool thing about this, the coolest thing about, no, some people would think this is the coolest thing about this, this conservation area is there's a treetop walk. And if you go, where you see, where you find that? I just, just looking at it. Uh, Click on, oh, I thought I had it. Oh, here we go. Treetop trekking. So if you Google treetop trekking Brampton, um, you'll see a YouTube video. It's playing now. Um, and I'll just stop that. So treetop trekking in Brampton and Heart Lake Conservation Area is Toronto's most exciting zip line and aerial game park. So, you know, if you have kids and you want to check out, um, they kind of, you know, the carabiner you in and you're walking through the treetops, but then you get to this part where you zip line all the way across the lake and it's like half a kilometer long. <laughs> I was looking, I didn't see anyone do it because it was so cloudy and crappy. Am I still recording? Um, 
but uh, I was amazed that it's even possible to zip line over a lake and then you can zip and then it continues across the tree tra- tops and you can zip line back. Um, so go to, um, I'll, I'll try to include a link in the notes if you want to go to chubcreek.com, I'll show you. Uh, anyway, so that's neat. And, um, but it was when I got there, it was, um, <laughs> I'm so antisocial. I just, I'm realizing more and more how much I, I hate people. I don't hate people, but I hate strange people. Like I, so I got to this place first of all. So let me tell the whole story. So not that it's a story, but it's at least something to tell you. So I was, uh, kind of late getting started yesterday and it was really cloudy and really gloomy and rainy, and I thought, oh, I don't feel like going out. But if I know I always have, I, my mood improves so much when I take, uh, when I make myself go out. So, you know, like, note to you and note to self if you're the kind of person that kind of gets mopey on a weekend when it's crappy out, just get out there. What a difference. My mood immediately improved, and I was having such a good time just going, even going for the drive. So, you know, I'm driving and I get to the first one and I see that there's, I can't remember the name of it, but it was um, another one in Brampton, a great big conservation area and trail in Brampton. And I was looking forward to that once I got, but it's still raining. And so uh, it was closed due to, quote, hazardous, hazardous conditions, whatever that means. I can't imagine what that must mean, um, but I haven't been on this trail. So maybe there's cliffs or maybe there's mud slipping. I don't know. Trees, maybe danger of falling on you could be that. A lot of trees are damaged and falling over from that uh, that huge ice storm we had. By the way, did I ever get some, without getting off track, What did I ever get some amazing pictures just with my stupid little camera of some of the ice that formed on the branches? And maybe I'll drop some into the website too. They, they're stunning. Like I'm not giving myself any credit. It's just the, I l- happened on the most beautiful formations of ice uh, on the trees. And I love, there's some of my favorite photographs. Anyway, so I, it was r- pouring rain anyway. And so I thought, okay, the other one that I sort of was humming and hawing over was Heart Lake. And so I decided to go there. I get there and the rain stops as soon as I arrive, which was so neat. I had to pay six fifty to get in, which bugs me. But, you know, I always have change in my glove box for this. And, uh, I get there and I see, oh, there's there's like a kid's thing and there's, you know, a couple families and there's a whole like kid-themed pool and I'm thinking, this is not nature, <laughs> right? This is people and I just, I don't, this is the thing. I just need to get away from everybody. I really have this need to get away from everybody and just be by myself. It's a weird thing about me, but I, maybe it's because I'm an only child, but I don't know. They don't know if it's that. Maybe I'm just kind of shy. I need to get away from people. And as soon as I got there, I thought, oh, shit, this day sucks. <laughs> and I actually was laughing at myself because I actually parked 50 feet away from all the other cars. <laughs> like, I didn't even, I, I hated the fact that there was families and stuff here so much that I actually parked the car an inconvenient distance it took me an extra five minutes to walk. I, this is how nuts I am. I thought, okay, I guess there's apparently 10 kilometers of trail. Really nice girl at the entrance where I paid the six fifty, and she said, yeah, there's 10 kilometers of trails, and I just couldn't believe it looking at this place. So um, obviously I believed it, but it just seemed like, well, where? Where are these trails? So 
Anyway, I walk towards the kind of few, this crappy out, so there's only a few families there, and uh, they're all kind of signing up and getting the little carabiner gear and the helmets and the whatever they have gear they have to do to do this treetop thing. And I kind of like walk past them <laughs> and immediately try to get as quickly as possible away from everybody. And I walk through and I find that, you know, it goes down the hill and oh, there's the beginning of the trail, I see it. And that's when I and I come down to the lake and I see this carib there this uh, zip line going all the way across the lake and I thought that's got to be so much fun. But also it had um, um, boats that you can rent, so you can. Uh, it's just really fun, f- like you know, sort of semi. It's pretty much it is very natural there. It's just that it's built up in a couple of places. Um, but there's these uh, boats you can rent and little paddle boats as well as just regular boats. And you can fish uh, on the lake. And it's about a kilometer and a half across the lake on the long, the long way and the short way maybe half, maybe less. Um, and I had a good, uh, a good hike there. It was, there's a lot of birds I saw. Pardon me. I can't remember what. I, I know these birds, but I couldn't remember. It's kind of a little sparrow-like thing with lots of yellow on it. I forget the name of it. And a little sparrow-like thing that was all gray, <laughs> kind of chickadee-shaped, with really beautiful light gray and dark gray colors on them. So maybe you can tell me what these birds are. Just put the birds in the show in the show notes. Hey, by the way, thanks everybody. Well, I should go to the site. I'm gonna forget my train of thought. Okay, birds. But okay, remind me to go back to birds. I just need to go to chubcreek.com for a sec. I love this computer. It's so zippy and fast. I'm just easily doing these things. Um. Just got some answers on the, the phone comment, so that was fun. Um, so Jason, Jason says he has a real phone. He says the only calls he gets on it are from his parents. Uh, he says his dad is almost 80 and his mom is coming up on 75. And he says he gets telemarketer phone calls. Wasn't that the most, the most annoying? I still get telemarketer phone calls on my, spam phone calls on my cell phone. He says he sees a ringing phone as a complete nuisance. And he never, never answers it without checking call waiting, which is a good point. I always look at who's calling. He says he's raised his kids to do the same. Most of the time it rings and rings and no one is in a rush to answer it. And he says his cell phone stays off at night so he gets no pesky work calls. Uh, and he says he's glad to hear me back regularly these days. Thank you. Um, fairly regular. Kind of regular. Whoa, windy. So thanks, Jason. That's cool. Um, He's similar circumstances to me. Uh, Terry, who always comments, thanks, Terry. You're awesome. Terry says she loves the nature sounds. In ep- This is from episode 165, Angry Birds. Uh, she hadn't heard of Future Islands before. I'm still addicted to that, by the way. I go back and listen to Future Islands just to kind of get... It puts me in a weird mood. It's, it's, there's some kind of emotional, weird feeling I get listening to it. I don't know what that is. Uh, but I, I just listened to it today a couple times. Weird, eh? Maybe it's, I don't know. Um, so she only has an iPhone with no real phone. So that's interesting. Um, and she says she has a, <laughs> similar to me, her work phone isn't broken, but it doesn't ring, which is nice. Um, and then Toby, I know Toby, I know who you are. I have a real phone and use and use or dial them whenever possible. Not keen on mobile cell phones. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, you're a wiener. <laughs> Toby's a wiener. Maybe it's a, is it a is it a European? Is it a is it a what do you call it? A British thing? 
Is it a British thing? I don't know why I had trouble thinking of Britain. Um, is Britain part of Europe? Yes. God, I'm an idiot. Um, that's it. Three comments, but that's cool. That's more than like beyond more than usual. Anyway, so back to this really pointless story, which was to say that there's a lot of cool birds. And I saw a, I caught a, a flicker, which is like giant woodpecker. Um, I think I first heard the call and I noticed the, I, I remember the call of, um, what is that other bird, that bird, the, the, um, oh shit. What is the name of that woodpecker? Pill. Pileated. I know the call of the pileated woodpecker. Let's see if I can find it online here. Pileated, pileated woodpecker call. Google fills that in automatically. So here it is. This is the pileated woodpecker call. Can you hear that? It does this loud thing too. That's not it. That's not it. How about this one? Oh, shut up. Don't you hate the videos on YouTube now? Really annoying. Shut up. Commercials. Oh, that is the sound. Uh, I wonder if I can find a better website than that. Let's see, there's a more dedicated website. That was just YouTube's. See if I can go to a more dedicated website. Okay, that one's hung. Oh, here we go. Okay, here's one. Okay, no. Flight call. Okay, and the short call. Sounds like a monkey. And the long call. And a short call. Oh, okay, so it's not, so the, the the song I've been hearing is actually not the Pileated Woodpecker. So anyway, that all that was to say I thought I heard the sound of a Pileated Woodpecker, and it actually was the Flicker. So maybe I just get my calls wrong. Flicker, search. Come on. Sorry to take your time up here, but what are you doing? You're not doing anything. Um, let me just do Flickr call on Google. Flickr call. Flickr call. Uh, bird call. Flickr call could be nothing. With this one. This is a northern flicker. Yeah. Pretty similar. Anyway, oh. That's neat. I don't know if you can hear that. Let me just pause and see if you're hearing any of that. Yeah, actually that worked really well. So, um, and then anyway, just let me finish this really awfully boring story. So, uh, oh, okay. So another birds I saw, one other thing I saw was a geese in a tree. I've never seen geese in a tree before. It was so weird. I have a picture of that. Uh, and I saw this thing that I thought it was a kingfisher, which is a really bizarre looking bird if you look up kingfisher, but it wasn't that. And, uh, I'll have to, 
Maybe I'll try to put pictures of all these on the... I know I might not, but if I don't, just forgive me. But if I'll try to remember to put these pictures on the site. And you can tell me what they are if you want. Um, oh, and thanks to Doug for telling me what the long whistly call at the beginning of the last episode was. He said it was a blue jay. Blue jays have all kinds of crazy little whistly noises that uh, I still am not used to enough. So thanks for that. Anyway, so the last thing that happened on this trail, I've, I was I'm about an hour and a half in, and uh, there was a you know often trails are poorly marked, and I walked past this like I'm an idiot. I walked past this sign that said trail closed, and I thought, oh yeah, shut up, trail closed. But it also was sideways, so I couldn't tell which way was the closed part. <laughs> and so I fit <laughs> to the and I, but the reason I headed in that direction was okay. I've rounded the lake, and obviously I'm going to keep going around the lake and get back where I started. Right? This is my logic. So I keep going around the lake, and I notice the trail is getting more. And more, more and more overgrown to the point where I'm kind of like worried about tearing my coat. I'm brushing through these long twigs and, and I'm like, well, the trail does keep going, but it sure is awfully unused. And this still doesn't twig me. I'm, I'm such an idiot. I keep going. I keep going. And eventually I find myself on somebody's lawn and I think, oh, well, I guess that was the wrong way. I better uh, head. Then I see the roads right there. So I walk up to the road and I think, oh shit, now what? Where the hell do I go? Because I had no idea. <laughs> You'd think this would be easy because it's a lake. I knew the trail went around the lake, but it didn't seem to. Like, you tell me. So um, so I, just, I think I'll just walk down the road and try to find the entrance to the conservation grounds again. I start walking, and there's this little kid. He's on a bike, <laughs> and he uh, he's about to go past me. You know, he, just, he was just leaving his house, heading out on his bike down the road, going the same way I was going to go. And I stopped him. I said, hey, hey, can you tell me where the entrance to the conservation area is? Is it this way or this way? And he says, <laughs> he's a really cute kid. He says, oh, I don't know. Uh, actually, it's a really long way. <laughs> I said, well, oh, really? Like, really long? He said, yeah, it's a long way from here. And I said, oh, well, is it that way or that way then if I were to walk it? And he says, well, I don't know, but I can go ask my dad. And I'm thinking, oh, Jesus, no. <laughs> don't want him to go get his dad. He'll think I'm some kind of creep, right? And so I said, nah, it's okay. He says, and the kid says, he's a really nice man. <laughs> and I think, oh, geez, no, no, thanks. I don't want to bug him. And I, the whole scene just felt like creepy. Like I just, I hate, I hate circumstances where someone might think I'm being a creep, right? Anyway, that's all I'm sure in my head. I'm sure the kid was fine, but I'm just thinking of the story later. This guy emerges from the forest, you know, all dressed in black with a black hat, and he's got a big camera and a bag on him, and he stops the kid, and the kid, you know, goes to tell his dad later. I mean, just imagine how alarmed the... Oh, I'm thinking, I'm sure it was fine. I just hate the situation. So I just said, no, no, don't worry about it. I'll just try, I'll try this way. And so I ended up tracing my way back. And walked through the property and back all the way around the lake and retraced myself. It took me another hour and a half, and I hate retracing because it's the same, you know, you're recovering the same ground. Anyway, um, so that was that, and it was a good day, and I took some pretty cool pictures. Um, you know, this is the kind of thing I do, and it turned out to be a great day. And I didn't do any recording. I just enjoyed the moment, uh, took some great pictures, and uh, yeah, I was happy. I was born with my back to the stars. 
Hand me over. I'd like to see. Here comes the morning to end our dream. Turn me over. I'd like to see. I was born with my back to the stars. Please see that they tell my truth. Please see that they tell my truth.
was called 2025 by uh, a group called Until the Ribbon Breaks. You can get that on, okay, I don't even know. It's from, it's from a, a compilation called Burp, B-I-R-P, exclamation point. And actually the website is www.birp.fm slash playlist slash 2013 slash July dash 2013. And you'll get, and it's the first, uh, it's the first track there. Anyway, I hope you can still download. I did all. I downloaded this a long time ago, like a year or two years ago. So hopefully you can still get it. Anyway, there's a lot of great music on this website. Burp, burp.fm. Uh, so this, uh, the bacon. Uh, you hear how crunchy it is? <laughs> it's actually really, really crunchy. It's that's one thing. It's although it disintegrated, it turned into little bits. But if you're looking to make really crispy bacon bits then uh, it's kind of neat. It actually does a little bit of different chemistry going on if you parboil your bacon. But don't eat bacon. It's bad for you. Too much calories and cholesterol. I'm trying to cut down on my cholesterol, and this is not helping. Oh, and another thing that isn't helping. Yesterday, <laughs> like, okay, I'm really trying hard now. I'm back, back off the carbohydrates. I don't know if I told you this. So if you've, do, if you've done this before, it's very hard. But you do lose weight, and you do feel, I, I feel really a lot better, sleep better. Um, there's something about the, uh, blood sugar hit, uh, I'm not diabetic, but there's some kind of something that happens to my body chemistry with a lot of sugar or bread or anything carb carbohydrate. And I gain weight fast when I, when I eat a lot, you know, when I eat the normal amount of carbs that are in kind of every day and it is in everything. If you go to the grocery store, all of the, the entire grocery section, which is the, the vast majority of any grocery stores, the, the grocery section, which is dry goods. It's in everything. So when you consciously, this is kind of fun. even just if you try and experiment for just a day or even two days, try cutting out all carbohydrates in your diet, or at least within reason, like ninety percent of them. Try it, and you'll be amazed. Um, with the exception of fresh vegetables, I think you get a free pass on that. Um, you got to stay away from the, the extremely starchy ones, like potatoes, and even parsnips are kind of heavy on the starch, and, and even carrots. But even if you get a free pass on everything, but all fresh vegetables, but maybe potatoes. And um, you'd be amazed, if you've never tried it, you'd be amazed how difficult it is, which is telling to me, because if there's a fatness problem going on in the world, or at least in the Western world right now, um, uh, I, I am gathering more and more and more evidence um, that it is because of the high concentration of carbohydrate in everything. And it is in so many things. You just go into your cupboard and look at, look up added sugar or any kind of added starch and look at the carbohydrate content and, that, and you, it's, you'll find that it's enormous in, in quantity in just about everything that you eat. So when you try consciously to remove that, you find yourself with a very, very small menu. And, and that, what's really interesting about that is it not, it's on its own. When you cut out the carbs, your menu becomes a lot healthier. As as long, and that's because because the menu is so small. You know, you basically you got lean meats. You know, if you're trying to lose weight, you got to stick to lean meats as opposed to fatty ones. So there's that to start with, and then everything else has to be kind of fresh. Like fresh, you can't. You got to stay away from chips and crackers and. Um, uh, you got to stay away from cereals and rices and pasta. Like that's a lot of stuff on the menu that you're eliminating. So, um, it's just the, the tough part is to be strict and the stricter you are with yourself. And then as long as you don't overdo it on other things, you find you lose weight. And, and, um, 
it's just I've never been successful to a point where I'm really, really pleased. But <laughs> you know, like a, I talk about this a lot, like I know what I'm saying. But I know my own body, and I can tell the, the, right away when I head down this path that oh, geez, if I'm just a little stricter, this would actually really work, right? And I'm just not strict enough, like you know. So I was going to say yesterday, yesterday I got a hankering. I had a hankering and I gave in on it because I just before I went back on this no carb diet. Uh, I hate calling it a diet because it really should be a lifestyle. Um, I I bought a freaking waffle maker because I had some waffles at Dad's house and they were so incredibly awesome that uh, I thought I'm gonna tuck that away in my head. I'm gonna get a waffle maker, and I made a waffle yesterday. It was just a little, you know. I mean, I just made you know two waffles and I ate them for breakfast yesterday and I'm sure I burned it off when I went on my hike but you know what I mean like that's cheating and you got to not do that or if you do it you've got to really regulate how often you do it um and I'm not good at regulating I'm kind of good at being all on or all off that's kind of the way my brain works um and and another thing that happens is you find that your amounts of processed foods goes down because um, most of the stuff that has a lot of carbs in it is the is the heavily processed. Like even flour is heavily processed, right? Like if you were to go kind of <laughs> gathering and hunting for food, you wouldn't find a lot of wheat, would you? You wouldn't find a lot of rice and you wouldn't find, you know, you wouldn't find crackers and you wouldn't find pasta and you, you just wouldn't find bread. You, those are the things that require a lot of pulverizing and processing to get to a consumption point. Like it's almost like, it's almost logical in a way because, all of the work of, of getting food to a point where it can, you know, get into your bloodstream is being done by machines and things before you eat it when you, when you eat a lot of carbohydrate. But uh, everything else kind of requires you to do a lot of preparing and it just feels more natural. Anyway, I'm going on and on about this, but it's kind of fascinating to me. Um, whenever I go back on, so what I notice right away is I, I feel better. I sleep better. I don't feel bloated. You never have a nice meal, like a nice, you know, let's say um, beef stroganoff, wonderful meal. And I feel kind of bloated and gross after, you know, maybe I overdid it, but it's just like, it's so good, right? There's all that pasta. Do that same meal without the pasta and you don't feel gross. It's amazing. And, um, and I sleep better. So... I'm going to see what happens to me. And I also bought this really cool. I was telling you, I bought a scale that talks to your phone. So I finally got this thing. And every morning I weigh myself and um, it goes beep, beep, beep. And it talks to my, it finds my phone somewhere. My phone is in the house. It finds it. And it goes to this app. What's the app called here? I should tell you. The app, by the way, on the new phone, the 5S, the fingerprint scan is cool, but it's just a little takes a little too long to be useful. I'd use it, but it's like, uh, hurry up. Um, anyway, the app is called VitaSigns, V-I-T-A-S-I-G-N-S. And I don't know the name of the scale. I don't have that. I can just run and tell you. Just hang on. I'll pause and I'll tell you. Actually, it's called the same thing. So the scale is also by VitaSigns. And uh, it also me- measures your body fat somehow. It's got a metal th- sensor. I don't know if that's BS or what. Um, and then on your phone, you've got a little graph of how you've been doing. So is that ever fun? And I, and it's actually going, I'm looking at it every day, and it's actually, <laughs> maybe it's in my head, but it's slowly going down. And that's exciting, right? So it kind of gives you a, 
a thing to, to, you know, actually measure. It's not guesswork, right? So that's fun. Um, what other app did I get? Oh, I, I, uh, another app I got recently, which I haven't, I forgot my friggin' phone when I went on the trails yesterday. Um, but the app is called Strava, S-T-R-A-V-A, and it's actually meant for joggers and bikers. And so when you go on the trail, you, you start, you hit record, uh, it's got a little stopwatch you read out. And when you're done, you do your walk or your jog or your ride. And then when you're done, you click stop and it saves a little, just picture yourself looking at a map and then you kind of draw with a pencil where you've been. It records that little line and it records it on a map. And there's this other, so, and I only know about this because I saw on, if you go to cool, <laughs> see, I got all the cool websites now. I'm, I'm totally hip. So if you go to coolmaterial.com, cool material, and uh, click on Sisu, I guess you'd have to do this right now. So today is uh, May 4th. May the 4th be with you, by the way. Um, uh, so let me just kind of read it. After conquering all those hills and long distance rides, you should have more to show for it than a couple of cramped calves. Sisu, S-I-S-U, works in conjunction with your Strava account to create beautiful pieces of art based on your roots. Routes, routes, routes. Not only will you have some sharp looking minimal art for your home, but you'll have a constant reminder of the work you've accomplished. And so I'm looking at the poster and it's in, uh, it's like a bright orange poster with a grid of little map, like little line drawings of the, of the route that you've taken. <laughs> and all the text is in Helvetica bold, Helvetica new 75 bold to be exact. And, <laughs> and it's just really neat. And so I thought, oh, I want this. And so, and I'm going to make my own damn poster, but it's a great idea. I'm going to steal the idea. Uh, it's just neat. So that's another cool thing. And let me just see where you can actually go to do this. See, it doesn't... Cool Materials are great. Another great website um, uh, for just fun stuff to waste your money on. And I have bought things from here too. But I'm, it's more... It's also got... It's very, very guy-oriented because one of the... Always the top um, post is called, every every week. I think they send you a new one. It's called the Sunday Hangover, and they show a lot of girl girl bodies, girl photos, and you know beautiful photography of women and stuff. So it's very very guy pleasing, or you know, or if you like ladies, you don't have to be a guy. Um, and you know, there's that, and I get this email at work, so I'm like, sometimes I'm checking my emails, and there's this like really risque <laughs> picture, and I gotta scroll down quickly. Um, but it's cool. Um, oh, wow. What's this? Sorry. I'm just actually learning something as I look at the site. So that's at coolmaterial.com, by the way. This thing that attaches to your phone, it's called the iPeak. <laughs> I'm going to get this. It says, while dining once at Momofuku Sasambar, a certain Cool material staff member became transfixed by another table's whole rotisserie duck dinner. Trying to slyly take a picture of it, he held up his phone, pretending to check messages, only to forget he had his flash on when he snapped a picture. If said Cool Material writer had the peak one... This wouldn't have been quite so embarrassing. It acts almost like a periscope, so you can take pictures or video from a 90-degree angle. It's just a stupid little mirror attaching to your camera on your phone. That's so dumb. I'm not getting it. I'll make my own. That's funny how people are making money on, eh? Wow. 
I actually was wondering if there was, I wanted to invent, because I find myself guilty of, of uh, you ever see those people walking down the street and they're looking at their phones and they're bumping into everything? It's just so horrible. Um, but I've, at work, I find myself walking around trying to check my emails and uh, I would like a little mirror that points forward just sitting at the bottom of my phone so I can see before I crash into somebody. It's a good idea, right? So you can steal my idea and make a million dollars. Whoa. Whoa. Left the monitor on. Whoa. I got to turn that off. <laughs> Did you hear that? This is what happens when I leave the speakers on. Okay, so um, let's go over to Touch of Modern. This is my other favorite website. Ooh. Okay, so the first thing I see, <laughs> it's Star Wars for your wall, which like it's just exploding all this Star Wars trivia, right? And I'm like eating it all up. I love it. Wow, they got an at-at walker print. <laughs> oh, and it even says, May the 4th be with you. With this Star Wars only sale, Harshness has an unusual print technique. It combines archival pigment inks and archival matte paper for a look that jumps off the page. It's just bullshit. It's just kind of like lino print looking Star Wars. Mm, I want one though. Wow. Nice. Oh, and they, there's actually a whole bunch of different ones. Some of these I've seen before are kind of snooping around the internet. Uh, um, some artist, I don't know who the artist is, has done some graphic design reworks of all the Star Wars posters and uh, really creatively done a great job on it. Um, what else they got in here? Mm-hmm. Boring. Nope. Oh, wow. The furniture, uh, you can't even get it in Canada, but the furniture on this site is incredible. This kind of reclaimed wood. There's a bed. I want the bed. I want that coffee table. I want that, uh, what is this stuff called? This is Artemano, A-R-T-E-M-A-N-O. So Google that, Artemano, the Delia collection. That's at artemano.us. Beautiful work, stuff. It's thousands of dollars. A bunch of cool rugs. Anyway, check that site out if you feel like kind of browsing for things you can't really afford. Oh, I want this too. <laughs> I'm looking at vintage marquee lights and I want this too. You can spell out whatever letter you want, whatever word you want. And each letter, oh God, each letter is $136. And I'm not buying this, but I want to. I don't even know what I would spell. Probably Dave, right? Doesn't everyone just spell their name? The example they have says bar. But uh, they're kind of neon marquee looking lights with little light bulbs kind of going across the letters. Very cool. That's for your, your hipster bar. And that's it. That's all I can see. That's any. Oh, this is one really cool thing. This is QSTO. Is the, it's a new comp- it says it's a new company that believes chairs today aren't evolved enough. And it's a very clever design. Um, it just looks like a chair that's fallen over. And uh, it's in a U shape with stretched over this fabric, but you sit on one side of the U and it it's kind of stretches down into a chair. So that you can get that at, um, doesn't really say, you go to touchofmodern.com slash sales slash QSTO is where you can get that. They're $159. I'm sure they'd completely collapse. This is the thing with, with me. Um, because I'm a large person, <laughs> I reached this threshold a few years ago where chairs will no longer put up with me. And this is one reason, you know, among many, where I, not just vanity reasons where I want to lose a little weight, is because nothing is built for huge people. Like, you know, there's nothing, if things kind of break, like I, I'm kind of, 
my mom says I'm just rough with everything and I break things, but which is true. I was noticing I have a, I had this stove. Um, it was kind of one of those stoves that has a touch touch pad where you do, you know, instead of knobs, it has touch sensors. You can wipe it off easily. You know what I mean? It's kind of a plasticky, fabricy stuff. Not fabricy, but it's like kind of gives a little when you push the buttons. They're not real buttons. Like a microwave. You know what I'm talking about, right? Well, I guess I poke the thing too hard and eventually the <laughs> the whole thing is kind of caved in. Like the little whole panel right in the middle of the stove just caved in and I could no longer push the button. So I had to kind of crazy glue it back in place and it fell apart. It was just stupid. But in general, I just kind of break everything. But um, also chairs don't like me anymore. So even, you know, camping chairs, I have to buy a chair that will stand a little more, <laughs> a little more weight. Um, so that's something I don't feel good about. So, you know, the world is not really built for me. I can't fit in, even just height-wise, I can't fit in cars. I have to get a, when I buy cars, I have to make sure there's enough headroom or my head kind of bonks on the ceiling. And I actually, when I went to upgrade my car, because I have a lease, I had a Civic, remember the 1992 Honda Civic? Well, eventually I got a new one. I leased it. And uh, when that four years uh, was up, I, uh, I went to lease a new Civic and I test drove it with the guy and the damn thing was too small. I just, my head was kind of hitting the top and it was really claustrophobic and the, the, the handbrake was hitting my knee. I just, it was not good. And so of course he upsold me it wasn't even that much more money was shocking, but I, I, I've told you this story. The, the, uh, the Accord uh, EL Navi, which was a really beautiful car. I call it precious <laughs> um, because it fits me. And, and actually it was a good choice because it's much more pleasant to just go on drives with and uh, smooth, smooth ride and everything. Anyway, uh, so that's all the shopping I'm going to do today. Hope you enjoyed uh, visiting with me in my uh, studio slash apartment. I love to hear from you over at chubcreek.com on the comments section or email me at feedback at chubcreek.com or my Twitter handle is chubcreek also if you'd like to tweet um, and whatever. I'm Instagram. Come over to Instagram. I love Instagram. It's so much fun. Follow me on Instagram. Oh, my phone's... My phone just did that, that ringtone. Oh, and the ringtone will be... <laughs> come to the website at chubcreek.com and you can have that, that ringtone. I'll do an MP3 version too as well as an iPhone version. That would make me laugh if you actually <laughs> used that ringtone. Okay, that's it for me. I love you. Take care of yourself and we'll see you next week. Bye for now. Bye.